This is Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. And I'm your host, Greg McCollum. I'm going to tell you a story. A story that will inspire you and help you move closer to God through the small stuff in your life. A story to give you a glimpse of God that will surprise you with its simplicity and amaze you with its message. When I was the pastor of Walnut Hills Baptist Church, the key ring in my pocket had 11 keys on it. I had two car keys, an office key, a house key, and seven church keys. Some of those keys I used every day. Others I needed only once or twice a week, and a few of them I would only pull out once in a blue moon. Keys are bulky. Keys are heavy. They're uncomfortable in your pocket, they're noisy, they get caught on other things, and they're always in the way when you need to get something out of your pocket. Eleven keys is too many keys to carry around, in my opinion. (laughs) Pockets weren't made for key rings with eleven keys on them. But the problem was that I needed every one of those keys. I needed them because they each served a specific purpose which none of the other ones could provide. My car key wouldn't open my office door. My office key wouldn't open my house door. My house key wouldn't open my church door. My church key wouldn't open my car door. You know, there it goes, around and around and around. You got doors, you need keys. As a matter of fact, the more doors you have in your life, the more keys you need to open them. What the world really needs is a universal key. One key that would open every door you needed to open. I would have my own universal key. You would have your own universal key. My key would not open your doors and your key would not open my doors. The beauty is no one would need more than one key in their pocket. Just one key to open every door, the right key for every situation. And you know what? I think that's what true of the keys in my pocket is also true of the spiritual keys many people want to carry around with them. They think they need a bunch of spiritual keys. For example, they want the key of religion. So they choose one from a multitude of religions available in the world today. And many people think it doesn't matter which religion key they choose because they believe all of those keys open the same door. Another key they want is the key to pleasing God. This is no easy task. Their religion tells them they must add many of these keys to their key ring. They need a whole series of keys to complete the full range of actions and activities required to please God. Another important spiritual key they want to get on their key ring is spiritual enlightenment. This key requires a continual participation in public private, and sometimes secret rituals. 
These run the gamut of mental, emotional, and physical regimens, all intended to raise their spiritual consciousness to a higher plane. Of course, they also want the key of salvation. They believe the only way to get into heaven is to get on God's good side. They try to do it by finishing a long checklist of do's and don'ts, rights and wrongs. The problem is, even as they try their best to get everything on their checklist checked off, they're still not sure whether their checklist is long enough or good enough or even right. (laughs) The saddest part is that someday when they stand before God in hope, maybe even expect his forgiveness and mercy because they've carried around so many spiritual keys for so long, they're going to find that the one key they needed is not on their key ring at all. Because when it comes to spiritual keys, there is a universal key. There is one key that opens every door. That universal key is faith in Jesus. And Jesus himself is the universal door. When you open that door first, all of the other doors open too, automatically. The door of religion, the door of pleasing God, the door of spiritual enlightenment, the door of salvation, all open by the key of faith in Jesus. Jesus himself talked about it one time. Uh, The disciple John wrote about it in his gospel. He said, So Jesus said to them again, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Without the right key, the door will remain closed to you now and in the future and forever. The good news is that you can trade in all of those other worthless spiritual keys that you're carrying around for the one universal key you really need. That key is a key you carry not in your pockets, but in your heart. When your heart is filled with the key of faith in Jesus, the door, Jesus Christ, will not be closed to you. Instead, the door, Jesus Christ, will be always open to you so you can walk with him into God's presence now and in the future and forever. If your heart door is locked today, if your spiritual door is locked, if your life door is locked, Jesus cannot come in. But put the universal key of faith in Jesus into that lock and open it to him, and he will come in and change everything. This concludes today's episode of Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. Did you know when Jesus was preaching and teaching, he never used words like justification, sanctification, glorification. He never used words like those to describe himself, God, God's Word, salvation, heaven, or eternity. Instead, when Jesus talked about theological concepts, he talked about the small stuff of life. We call them parables today. He did that because his listeners could understand the small stuff. They were living the small stuff every day. It was through the small stuff that Jesus helped people move closer to God. 
there are going to be no intimidating, scary, or overwhelming theological words as part of this podcast. You'll just encounter things like cups of coffee, home repair, signs on the side of the road, roller coasters, and french fries, all revealing something unique about God who meets you in real life ways every day. Thank you.